0: Hey everyone, Jeff Johnson from the Cedar Rapids Gazette here in my uh corner Barca Lounger. I don't know if it's a Barca Lounger, but in my recliner. JJ Pilcher on the other end. Um where are you at? On the couch in the
1: in, the, in a, bed or I am on the couch in our living room. Very <laughs> good. This was uh this is a new uh, uh setup. This is <laughs> I tell ya. Like I, like I told you and Nathan before, I felt like my old man when he used to complain about not being able to set the VCR clock. <laughs> hey, what's going on, kid? What's going on? <laughs> uh, I think
0: I think I think my parents still have a VCR, so I can't really. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure on that, yeah, but y'all um, instructions at the screen. Turn on. Turn. Oh, anyway, we are here. Uh, we actually got some some good athletic news, I guess, on, uh, yep. on Thursday. Uh, we, we got uh, all the schedules uh, for the fall uh, when it comes to prep football, so we're just going to talk a little bit about that. Um, I guess, and uh, you know, Pilchy is it off the top. Was there anything that that just kind of struck you? I mean, we knew. We knew like 4A, for instance. We knew that, um, mm-hmm. uh, we knew like half the, basically half the schedule, uh, I guess with the, the pods or groups or whatever the hell you want to call it. But, um, right. any, anything off the top when you looked at, at some of these schedules that, that struck you or not really? I, I thought there were some
1: really interesting matchups. I thought, uh, I thought there was a variety of things. I mean, looking at, uh, just some things from from top to bottom, and not necessarily in our area, but you know the. I think you're the one that pointed out the kind of the neat schedule right off the bat with Linmar and Kennedy playing a Saturday night game. Yeah, um, cool stuff. At Kingston, I thought that was that was pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, just. Uh, some interesting matches like Johnston and Cedar Rapids Jefferson uh, playing each other. That's not a matchup that I can never remember coming down the pike before. Um, and they're looking at, uh, you know, like Cedar Falls' schedule. Did you happen to see that, JJ? Uh, I'm just scrolling through right now. They're Cedar Falls, uh, they open. Holy cow. We're down at home. Um, and then uh, later on, they have uh, a stretch where they're at Bettendorf. They play Anthony Centennial at home, and then Week Nine they're at Kingston against Cedar Rapids Kennedy. So those are those are four. Uh, that, that's a tough. Uh, uh, that's a tough schedule uh, right there. I know there's some other games in there that are, are winnable, but man, to, to play those four teams. Uh, You know, it's a pretty, pretty impressive slate for for Cedar Falls, and kind of stuck out for me there. Um, You know, Lindmark's kind of in that same boat, not to that extreme, but you know, they open at Kennedy. Uh, They play Waukee They you see Xavier uh, now actually being able to play a metro team besides Marion again. Um, You know, um, then they're at Iowa City Liberty, which is. Moving up to four A, and that's going to be interesting to see how they kind of uh, adjust because you know they face Ankeny, Ankeny Centennial, Linmar, um, some pretty good teams, and then Linmar finishes Week Nine at Johnston as well. So those are some of the things that kind of jumped out at me just uh, with a quick glance that some some fun, interesting matchups and a couple uh, really tough. Uh, uh, group of games for some teams. So what you're
0: saying is we should feel sorry for dowling for having a such a tough schedule. That's kinda what I'm picking up. So
1: does no? this computer does this computer pick, <laughs> you hear it Um No, I I I have no uh <laughs> I you feel sorry for Dowling. Cedar Falls for that Matt, you know Cedar Falls uh that's a tough slate, but they'll they'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, did, did, yeah. Did they face each other in the semis last year? Oh, boy. That was two years ago, maybe.
0: Two years ago, yeah. Cedar Falls. That was, well, that was 15, like the four 15, overtime 15. game or
1: something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, because last year, Don beat Kennedy in the semis and then I think played Valley, right? the
0: final yeah yeah the all uh central iowa final so um i like it i i mean we're getting more um central iowa eastern iowa matchups and 4a you know and i guess if you're eastern iowa um you know you gotta eventually beat them some somehow sometime. so you know you might as well you might as well play each other in the regular season just to see you know how, how good you gotta get
1: yeah, and I, you know, I like that, uh, you know, the variety, seeing new teams and everything. Um, yeah, you know, I mentioned the Jefferson Johnston matchup with that. Uh, you know, Jefferson also faced uh, Des Moines East as well. You know. Yeah. Um, which might be uh, is really Niemeyer still at the uh, Des Moines East? I believe this so. Team. Yes. Yeah. Neemeyer so Yeah. The Niemeyer Cup and. And stuff, uh, you know, with her links to see her up as Jefferson um, there, but you know, I am really you have Washington playing at Southeast Polk uh, as well. And I know see West has played Polk here the last few seasons and and everything, but I think that's a that's a different matchup. Um, at you know, Des Moines North it, as well. well. So Washington. Oh yeah, I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Washington's yeah. uh, heading to Des Moines a couple times this
1: fall, hopefully. So, yep. And, and I also find it interesting, you know, with the it was supposed to be people on your own tier or whatever, and it, and it looks yeah. like it looks like that's kind of running true here, at least in four A, um, where it seems like some of the and I and I don't mean to disrespect anybody by saying this, but it seems like. The haves are facing the haves uh, And the have-nots are facing the have-nots If that makes sense I'm not out line by saying that But um, You know I think think it'll make for a more competitive uh, Site At least I hope that's the The outcome Where we don't have some of these lopsided games That uh, Sometimes the schedule is produced
0: I'm uh, heading down to three A. Just kind of looking at things. We, you know, you mentioned um, KJ. It's, I think it's good that that somebody from the Metro four uh, A wise is kind of stepping up here and and uh, and playing Xavier um, mm-hmm. and that's that's Linmar. Um, you know, Xavier's got a pretty good schedule here: um, Western Dubuque, Waverly, North Scott, Linmar, Clear Creek, and Um, So it yeah. looks like a pretty good schedule and. Um, the, Dubu-
1: the- oh, No, go ahead. Two out of, yeah, two out of the first three. Uh, you know, that first one with Western Dubuque right out of bat, you know, it's been, I think it's safe to say, kind of a heated rivalry here uh, the last few years and to have that one right out of gate where, you know, I think both teams will be replacing quite a few yeah. uh, uh, notable uh, athletes from, from last year. So, boy, that will be a, a – Nice game to start out with, and, and good gauge for both, I think. Yeah, yeah. Then
0: you look at—it's weird to see Des Moines Hoover as a three A school,
1: um, yeah.
0: but they are yeah.
1: and North Solon um, um, back down to two A. So
0: yeah, and you look at—I uh, think it's really neat too that you know the the uh, schools down by Davenport are playing uh, are going across the river to play some schools in Illinois when you look at. Assumption's gonna play Rock Island, Ollaman um, here. Clinton's gonna play uh, mm-hmm. Moline United Township out of uh, uh, Illinois, obviously, and and I think North Scott kind of strolling through here. Yeah, North Scott's got Sterling, Illinois. So,
1: see, um, and you know, it's good to see that they're kind of taking advantage of that open border uh, mm-hmm. opportunity. Uh, we've seen a few teams kind of do that here. Uh, didn't Assumption play? Uh, rock island last year or, i believe so or, yeah I, I yeah last year i know uh what was it um was it new london that went all the way to wisconsin or, or something like that last year yeah no, yeah
0: you're right you're right um yeah, i can't but, remember right. the specifics of that but
1: yeah but uh uh you're right it, it's it's good to see them kind of using that open border uh, opportunity and and go over there and face some, some other teams and and everything and I just I just got to throw this in here, um, because of uh, uh, some interaction with people on Twitter. But if you look at Western Dubuque's uh, schedule for this year, it's mm-hmm. at Xavier and then uh, there's at Assumption and then they host Washington and North Scott. So that actually gives them uh, three of their first four games against teams. And we grew up (laughs) down Yes, there you go. Last last year. So uh, kind of interesting that, uh, you know, they start out with kind of the teams from their their pod in the postseason last year.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, we look at, Uh, dropping down to 2A here a little bit, um, Solon, you know, as, as you mentioned, KJ, Solon kind of dropping down to to 2A and still has that, uh, game with Mount Vernon, though it's late in the year now, second Mm -hmm. to last game of the season. Um, also playing Williamsburg right away, which would be a, a a doozy you would think
1: and Washington, Iowa, you know, so.
0: Uh, uh, that one with
1: Williamsburg right out of the gate really kind of caught my eye because of, yeah, you know, kind of where those programs have been here the last, uh, well, for, for quite a while, actually. and uh, I mean, boy, week one is just loaded with a lot of good games when you look at, you know, what we've seen so far out of 4A, 3 and 2A.
0: Yeah, um, our colleague Jeff Linder um, kind of threw together some uh, – some things that, that kind of caught his eye right away. Um, uh-huh. and, and you mentioned week one, you know, uh, Western Dubuque and Xavier, although both might be kind of rebuilding or, or reloading a little bit. And, uh, obviously, Mart at, at Kennedy at Kingston on Saturday is really cool.
1: Um,
0: Jeff Wash right away. How about that one?
1: Uh, oh, wow, You wow. didn't mention no, that. I uh, so overlooked that one. Uh,
0: yeah, right oh, away in week one. Yeah. You know, Williamsburg, Solon, Lisbon at Belle Plaine. Uh, he mentioned uh, Sigourney-Kyota at Mid-Prairie, a couple of good teams from last year. That That's right away in week one. So, yeah, you, you nailed it. And, uh, um, yeah, it starts right away. Hopefully it starts right away.
1: We're all kind of praying. So, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, one. another one, too, is uh, we mentioned Solon dropping down, but, you know, uh, Independence with Kokoda. Uh, now 2A teams, right? Was Makoka still a 3A team last year?
0: I believe so, yes.
1: Yeah, yes. So, so, you know, and obviously Independence had, you know, their heck of a uh, season uh, a year ago. Unbeaten um, regular season, you know, and now at uh, 2A, opening up with, uh, you know, CPU, and uh, they'll have a game with Wakong on October 9th that could be interesting depending on how uh, Independence. Comes back from from last year. I know they've got some holes yeah. to fill, but um, you know, let's see those two teams down at, in 2A with uh, uh, someone making that move back down after what it's been probably about a decade, maybe.
0: Yeah. A
1: more. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: um, West Branch and Regina are going to play, even though they're not in the same um, the same class anymore. Regina is a class A school, uh, but yeah. there they are. You know. That's, that's mind-boggling yeah. to me
1: uh yeah
0: yeah i for know <laughs>
1: uh, for for that to be the case that they're the they're a class a team you know uh doesn't seem like th- that long ago they were winning two a uh no exactly pilot, you know and uh to see that and and who they're facing you know uh yeah, that week four matchup at West Branch. Uh, I think it's been a couple of years since they've played each other in the, the regular season. And it's been an interesting it, knowledge. It, it's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know I, I think...
0: No, I, I was just going to say, there's there's some... Uh, I think there was a little bit of... I don't know if acrimony is the right word, but maybe some, some raw feelings uh, <laughs> sure. after... After West Branch and, and Regina played that that playoff game this past season, and uh, you know some things were said, uh, I think by the at least by one of the coaches. And <laughs>
1: uh-huh. um,
0: but you know they put all that aside and obviously put themselves uh, on each other's schedules, otherwise you know they they wouldn't be playing that that game. Right. So right. Um, that's good. That's good. So uh,
1: right. let's look at. I was just gonna say, you know, with Regina's schedule, that that first game maybe not so much for Regina, but uh, they face Dyersville Beckman, and Dyersville Beckman is a team, you know, uh, is it Mark Atwater? Uh, yeah, that's the yeah. coach up there. Um, well, with him there, I, I just keep waiting for. I, I just have a feeling that like they're gonna break out and they're, they're gonna have a pretty good, you know. Um, it, it'll be a good gauge to see where they're at here. Um to start things off the season with that game. And actually probably a good gauge for both of them.
0: And uh Beckman's a one A school. I think they were they were two A last year, right? If I remember correctly.
1: Uh actually I think they just dropped down to one A last I year. They just
0: dropped down? Okay. Yeah. Or two years yeah. ago, the previous cycle. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, um
1: I make things up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: let's uh, I'm just looking at maybe eight player a little bit here. I don't know if there's. That's always such a to me. It's such a tough predictor. Predictor, but just you know, uh, it's only eight players instead of eleven for one. Uh, right. But uh, you know, Don Bosco. I mean, it's 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 really. I guess there's really nothing to major kind of scrolling up and
1: down. BTM Uh, they are they a newbie to eight player. Uh, let me take a look here. For some reason, I was still thinking uh, BGM was a Class A school last year, and this is their first uh, year at eight player. But I could be wrong.
0: And I've gone through alphabetically here, and I don't. It's B and G, right?
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> I can't. BGM. I can't
0: find their schedule anywhere.
1: Uh, they're an uh, eight player. Okay. Um, so I think I think this is their first crack at eight player, and. Uh, so you know they uh they start at New London. Uh, they've got HLB in there, so that HLV BGM uh rivalries in there. Iowa Valley, you know, another South Iowa Cedar League team that's had success um at the uh, eight player uh, level. Um, and actually, I would heard some rumblings that Iowa Valley might be moving back up to eleven player, but. That's obviously not uh, not as quick as some of the people there thought. You got
0: that from Jared Column at Northland, didn't you? What? That that I mean, uh, I mean? Iowa Valley was moving up. Yeah.
1: When no. when I in doubt,
0: I always, always blame Jared. So.
1: Okay. Because <laughs> I've been sure. talking have, to
0: him a bit here. <laughs> uh,
1: I have no I have no problem blaming Column for everything. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, you, know, you mentioned, you know, BGM. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure COVID-19 came out of a smoker. <laughs> I'm I not commenting was... on that one, so.
0: Okay. <laughs> but anyway. But you mentioned BGM. I mean, that that's a, a very successful program. Uh, mm-hmm. KJ and, and, and Jared Burns has done a great job there. And, uh, you know, you wonder how they, they'll adapt to A player, but I got to think, I'm guessing pretty
1: damn well. Um, yeah, you could, know, we've seen that from some teams that have made that initial move because they still have a lot of guys that are back and that depth is kind of neutralized because you're only, you you know, you're only playing eight instead of 11 for starters. And, you know, I haven't looked in, to see what they have coming back as far as players from a year ago, but, um, you know, sometimes that transition is, is, is good to start out with because you have some some people coming back so it'll be interesting and you mentioned Jerry burns you know he's uh, you know he's a he's done some good things there at bGM and and everything so you know you know they'll be ready to roll
0: I'm, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm looking kind of just scrolling through all these here uh, some interesting little tidbits Sioux, uh, Sioux City schools are 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 going outside uh, the state to play. It looks like Sioux City West and Sioux City North are going to play South Sioux City, Nebraska. Um, and then North as a game at Marshalltown to end the season. So, uh, my word, that, that's that got to be a, a hell of a joint, yeah. <laughs> I would think. Yeah, hey, you
1: would think that's at least a three-hour trip there. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah.
0: And then, so, you know, I, I'm looking at, at Valley, West of Moines Valley. You talked about how Dowling – uh, kind of goes and, and plays a little bit of everywhere. But uh, you look at Valley's schedule, I guess it does have a game at home against Bettendorf and, and one against uh, – at Sioux City East, but everything else is uh, is right there in,
1: in the Metro. And that, I don't know. Maybe that surprises me a
0: little bit. I don't know.
1: So, yeah, um, speaking of that, looking at Kennedy's overall schedule, I think it was Jefferson last year that rarely that had to leave Kingston. They've yeah. maybe, maybe traveled outside of the metro once. Um, from from my uh, from what I'm looking at, they only have to leave the metro uh, one time and only play outside of yep. Kingston twice, uh, with one of those road games being at Prairie. So the only time they leave is to go to Davenport North on October 8th. So very uh, <laughs> very fan friendly. Schedule, yeah. I guess you can say for for Kennedy this year. I think Jefferson uh, enjoyed that a year ago, so another Cedar Rapids team that has that uh, you know that luxury of not having to travel uh, very much during the season.
0: I actually was communicating with Kennedy coach Brian White the other night, and and I said, "Wow!" I see. he was kind of tipping me off on on their schedule and, and the fact that you just brought up that they only have to leave town one time. And I said, "Well, I, I suppose they, yeah, uh, the, uh, you, you must felt like the IHSAA owed you a little bit after the whole group thing." And, and Then right? the, he goes, "Damn right, they did."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: funny. Uh, yeah, not much, not much travel in that schedule, so uh, that's all right. So, uh, anything else you you want to touch on here, Coach? Other than uh, everybody stay safe and, you know, hopefully, hopefully we'll have a, a football season that won't be affected by, by any of this madness going
1: on. Yeah, and, you know, I know it's a little bit off topic from what we're talking about right now with the schedules, but, you know, one, the, the springtime is is certainly a time where, where guys are out for track Yeah. Working on on speed, you know, even if they're not natural track competitors, they're out and competing to work on the speed to get faster for football. Or they're doing some type of, of workouts right now to get ready. Or, you know, the summer, how is this going to impact maybe even the summer seven-on-seven seven stuff if some of the things going on extends beyond April, May, yeah. Um, you know, if it's an extended, if it's you know, kind of the worst case scenario type thing, so how how is that going to affect the guys that are usually, you know, lifting, they're working on speed um, improvements right now during this year, this part of the year, and then you know, if it's going to affect seven on seven stuff too, yeah, um, you know, that'll play a part in, in how the fall plays out too. Sure. Uh, cheap, cheap
0: plug. Uh, I did a. have uh, sat in on, uh, three different coaches, chalk talks, video chalk talks this week, believe it or not. Been uh, nice enough to be invited. Jared Collin from Northland, as we just mentioned, he did one, uh, Matt Hattie, the D coordinator at, at Mount Vernon, he did one. Uh, and then he did one for boys basketball as well. And this is a way for the coaches right now to kind of just get together and bounce ideas off each other, and and actually be coaches <laughs> when they right. can't physi- physically can't be a coach right now. So uh, right. I'm doing that story, and I think it'll be in, I think in Saturday. But, awesome. Uh, yeah, just a just a cheap plug, and uh, as you know, Pilty, we got some really 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 quality guys around here uh, that oh, we yeah. get to deal with. You know, wow. and uh, it's great. Uh, every sport. Every sport, uh, no question about that.
1: So, no, for sure, for sure. And I, I bet you that's interesting. Like, I, I, I think I've told you, and maybe even said it on the podcast before, you know, we used to do uh, when we we're partners with KCRG and under the same ownership umbrella, we did a coaches' show briefly on Sunday nights where we bring two coaches in and ask them a handful yeah. of questions. And one of the most interesting Nights ever was when we had Dwayne Schulte and Kevin Miller in. And, and, and by the way, congrats to Kevin Miller for his yep. career. Stepping down now and, and being dad, um, more than dad and coach. So, good for him. But those two, uh, while we were waiting to get in the studio, they started drawing out plays and talking about schemes. And, I mean, I'm just sitting there <laughs> looking at it and just amazed. And it was freaking awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I bet you those – chalk talks have have some elements of that too and like you mentioned you know the coaches we have uh, are, are so good uh, you know and one of the reasons why the competition is so good here is because you know the head coaches you know light like column and, and, and some of the others in the area know what they're talking about Matt Hattie and you know uh, I bet you I bet you that's uh, it's neat to kind of be a fly on the wall for that
0: it was, it was great. And, um, yeah, we, we need to congratulate Kevin Miller on, on a job well done. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I know I'm, I'm not, I don't want to speak for you, but I know you feel the same way I do. Um, you don't get any better than, than that guy. Uh, he is as classy as classy gets. Uh, he's been great to us. He, he's, he's just a wonderful dude uh, who did a great job and won multiple state titles at and. And uh, you know he wants to step back and be a dad now, and that's congratulations to him. But but job well done, Kevin. That great career.
1: Yeah, and, and one of the things you you hit on it, you know uh, how how great he how great he is, and how classy is it, he is. That's win or lose, you know. Yeah. Uh, win or lose, he's been that way, and, and that's what uh, you know that really stands out because. You know, he's always been the first one that, if you know, the wins have outnumbered the losses by plenty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of those tough situations, he's been the first one to come and matter-of-factly talk about what happened. And never heard any sour grapes out of him. He never heard any excuses out of him. Uh, he was, he was, he's one in a million. That's for sure.
0: Yep, 100%. So uh, just needed to throw that out there, Kevin. I don't know if you listen to us or not. I wouldn't blame you if you don't. Uh, I don't know that I would. But, uh, <laughs> but You know, great job. Great job. Congratulations, Coach, and, and enjoy uh, enjoy your, your extra fa- uh, family time here. So, Pilchie, anything you want to add before we sign off here?
1: Uh, not too much. Uh, you know, we're working on some things, you know, even though the yep. spring sports are suspended. Uh, since you part your your football story, I'm just going to say uh, I talked to some of the, uh, you know, uh, Ellie Broxick, one of the golfers here, trying to find out, uh, you know, Jeff Linder had a story about track runners and what they're doing to try to stay in yep. shape in case they have some semblance of a season. I talked to Ellie Broxick, Xavier, who's going to go uh, play golf at Iowa State and is looking to, to finish off her senior year here um, and kind of what she's doing. Golf is one of those sports right now that, Uh, You can still get out and play, you know. uh, It's probably not as hampered as as some other things um, just because it's outdoors and uh, you're not in close proximity. uh, Sure. To others, yep. But uh, I have something uh, uh, tomorrow um, on her and what she's doing to uh, try to stay in shape and and sharp uh, in case – they're able to salvage a little bit of a, uh, of the spring sports season.
0: You bet. You bet. That's at the folks. Um, Nathan, thanks for setting this up for us. Nathan Ford, always coming through for us. Um, check out, you can check out the schedules. I think we've got them posted at thegazette.com as well. And Jeff Linder, as we mentioned, did a little thing on, on some of the games that caught his eye.
1: So.
0: Mm-hmm. uh, hang in there folks. Um, Social distance, stay at home, all that kind of stuff. We'll get through this together. So, KJ, take care. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you sooner, hopefully, than later. Take care.